0: Welcome to Sound Values, powered in part by LSA Burger and... Sick of ladies and gentlemen thank you for tuning in live tonight with sound values here on dentonradio.com we are located out of the beautiful Discover Denton welcome center and the currently below freezing denton square ladies and gentlemen it is cold out there tonight but we're nice and toasty here in the studio and i've got a very very awesome singer songwriter in the studio with me tonight mr richard gilbert how you doing sir good
1: very awesome good. good to see you
0: yeah good to see you too man Glad to have you in here. It's been a long time coming, to be perfectly honest. Um, But, but Richard, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, I'm, I'm gonna be honest too, right now. Um, I was always a little intimidated by you, you know, around around the scene and stuff. You know, you were just one of those names that people said. I was like, (laughs) who is Richard? And then, you know, uh, but then I finally kind of got to meet you around and talk to you a little bit more, and I was like, this is like one of the nicest dudes I've, I've talked to in the scene around here. Um, So. So uh, I just had to get that off my chest real quick that I used to be terrified of Richard Gilbert. All right. But not anymore. Even before I met you, like, or even saw you, I was just like, who is this guy, man? I just, you know, just moved to town. I was, I was a little nervous. I was like, oh, man. So we have got you in the studio tonight. We're going to talk about your EP release. We've got an EP coming out. Uh, Thursday is when the EP is getting Thursday. released, man. Uh, so the first thing that, that, that I want to talk about is what's the EP called? What's the title? Daybreak daybreak yeah very very cool man very cool
1: i got a little ribbing uh, uh on that because my last ep was i love the night and they thought i was going through different <laughs> segments of the day like the next one's going to be mid-afternoon or, br- or brunch or something like that
0: yeah so, years down the line mid-afternoon yeah. snack <laughs> very cool so I mean, you know, people kind of maybe gave you a little guff over that that name, but what was kind of the idea behind the, the name Daybreak?
1: Well, I mean, that's the of course the title track. Uh, uh, that's a song that uh, I wrote. That's uh, one of these sad breakup, not necessarily breakup, but just wondering what what caused the uh, uh, the breakup. What, okay. What, why did this happen? Mm-hmm. You know.
0: Yeah. Uh, so so we were kind of talking too about like before we went on air we were kind of talking you know, sometimes it's hard to talk about hey where did a song come from Right. Uh, where does the inspiration come but it sounds like on this title track Daybreak you, you kind of had an idea for it hmm. um, of what it was going to be now as a songwriter um, and I, I think that this can be said sometimes songwriters don't um, actually here let me rephrase the question Is every time you write a song About a personal experience Or are some of them just stories Kind of like a author Is not always going to write about personal experiences But just wants to write a story to connect with the audience
1: That's, Yeah yeah. I mean I'm sure uh, Like we were talking about earlier uh, Some of the songs might uh, Or lyrics might come from some Something in my past subconsciously I, I uh, uh, reflect on a lot of things But like home on the EP is a is a traveling song, and it's like you're coming back home after being gone for for a long time. So it's just mm-hmm. kind of a lot of my songs relate to uh, uh, love, loss of love, travel, things like that.
0: Yeah, and you know, I I feel like a lot of the time, no matter what genre you're in, you know, we all I I feel like music we all kind of express the same thing, but in a different format, right. You know, a different medium right. as far as yeah. music goes. Um, when I sit down to work on a song, a lot of the time I'm writing about the same stuff. Um, I very rarely have words in my music, it's mostly instrumental, so I'm trying to get the message across with just, with just the sounds of the instrument. Um, and so, when you're when you are sitting down and you're gonna and you're gonna write something about where you're traveling or you're because um, you know you said you you reflect on a lot of, on a lot of things. Mm. Um, are there certain places or you don't we don't have to say anybody's names, but or people that kind of come to mind more often? Are there places that give you or people that give you that inspiration to to sit down and write a song?
1: Uh, yeah, I think places more than than people. I mean, I I kind of observe not in a creepy way uh people people watching so yeah you know (laughs) yeah so you'll see a couple and you can see that there's an uneasiness going on so you kind Mm. of in your mind you're putting a story behind it and you're trying to create something from what you're seeing or Mm -hmm. uh but but a lot of traveling uh, i lived in new mexico for for five years uh i've lived in a few places here in texas Uh, i've got to travel overseas a couple of times so uh, uh, a, a lot of that is that's where I draw my inspiration for mm-hmm. my some of those songs.
0: And so, how long have you how long have you been playing and writing music?
1: Since I was, God, I'm going to tell you how old I am. Um, <laughs> we don't have to do that. No, that's that's cool. I'm, I don't have a problem with that. Uh, for probably 48 years. I was 14 when I got my first guitar. My father got me a a 12 string uh, airline of all all things to start off Mm -hmm. with which was uh interesting to learn how to play and uh i didn't really start getting super serious with my writing uh until probably around 2002 three okay there Mm -hmm. Uh, i I would write little things but i wouldn't i would mainly sit there and play songs to my kids you know james taylor or gordon lightfoot or something i would Mm -hmm. play them songs uh but um but as far as me getting serious and then getting super serious about my music career, uh, probably around twenty eleven to twenty thirteen mm-hmm. is when I decided I really wanted to have fun and just see see
0: what happens, you know. Yeah, for sure. So what what was kind of that um that that push to say I want I want this to be or you know you you really wanted to push the music further?
1: Um, I think it's just more of a, a with me it was like what what do, I, what do i have to lose okay you know i mean <laughs> yeah. i'm 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 62 years old i'm 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 having fun i'm retired i uh i can travel i enj- i love playing music mm-hmm. i love singing uh so why not just have fun with it yeah and, and w- sometimes you make a little money out of it sometimes you don't make any money out of it mm-hmm. but but at the end of the day you're doing what you love doing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's that's what it... has. It, it used to be, a, a, I'll admit, maybe early on it used to be a, almost like a competition. Mm-hmm. And I realized that it's it's not a competition. It's just we're all in this together. We're all having fun. I've got a lot of great musical friends. Yeah. And um, uh, I thought, just have fun and, yeah. and be happy for everybody else. Mm-hmm. Don't, you know, don't... That's one of the things I've, I've. That's take. It took me a couple of years, but over the last several years, I've realized that you just have fun with this and and just have everybody else's back.
0: Absolutely. Now, if you've just tuned in, I want you to finish the end of the interview with me, and then go back to what this man just said for about the last three minutes, because it was some of the most truthful. Honest stuff that I've heard in a long time coming <laughs> coming uh, from somebody who's got a few more years on me in the music industry. I, d- I just love to hear that man having fun, playing shows, doing what you love to do, whether you're going to make a dollar or not. You know, I have right. I have some kids who are uh, who are you know who are a bit younger than me, and they've asked like, Hey, how'd you do this? How'd you do this? And I was like, Guys, it's just time time and patience and just loving what you do right um i sat down with a kid very recently um who was he's I, he was like yeah i'm 22 i have, i don't really know anybody here i don't really know what i'm doing he's like i saw you at lsa and i was like how would you do it so i gave him just like a few pointers you know mm-hmm. and i was like the best thing that i can tell you to do is to just have fun yeah you know don't approach people and if they say no don't take it offensively right um, you know don't get upset because there's a million other people who've already approached them asking for probably the same right. thing so i love how you said have fun, enjoy it. Surround yourself with those great musical friends, mm-hmm. and you'll just enjoy the whole process of doing that. Well,
1: and I think too that if you if, if you have fun with it, the, you know I was talking about getting paid and not getting paid. The the money will come mm-hmm. because if people like what they're hearing, uh, you can get the gigs that pay. Yep. And and fortunately in Denton, uh, as of over the last maybe year or so, there are more and more venues that are paying venues yeah uh, very few that i i can't even name one right off hand that doesn't offer some kind of uh yeah compensation for for music
0: yeah it, it, precisely and even like i've had certain gigs where recently but it does it, it i didn't bother me at all you know i was they're like I, and i'll always ask i'm like hey i don't care mm-hmm. but just i'm just curious is this a paid gig or not and they're like oh man not this time but next time and i'm like yeah. okay cool you know and that was the other kind of bit of sure, advice that yeah. i gave to that kid is i was like play the free shows play the paid shows mm-hmm. pay the shows in the dirty basements yeah. play the shows on the big stage do the open mics
1: yep that you know, was get, another, yeah. get, get the uh and that's one of the best ways to get a gig at a venue is do an open mic or two let them hear you mm-hmm. and then approach them and say hey
0: yep you know bring we'll, some friends about, in yeah. that like beer right Right, yeah. <laughs> you know? cheer you on yeah, yeah. yeah. have five yeah. buddies show up and right. drink <laughs> some beer for you you know um great stuff okay so now where is the ep release happening
1: the ep release is happening at the patterson appleton arts center which is nice. also known as greater Denton arts Council. Yeah. Uh, it'll be on the second floor okay um it's very intimate it's i think it holds around 80 people up there uh, and it's basically just going to be me doing uh doing the ep okay um so i'll have my little Bose tower and my guitar and mic and i'll play six songs mm-hmm. and um i'll also have some merchandise there t-shirts cds buttons things like that very cool um uh, and uh, i'm hoping that i see a lot of familiar faces there
0: I'm sure you will. Yeah. So, so this this EP is it just you on the EP? Um, are, are there any other instrumentalists? Anybody else plan or is it? Yeah, that, is that going on.
1: That's a uh, that's a good question because uh, this this is the first EP I've done where it is just me and the guitar. Okay. And it was just uh, a couple of friends and some other people recommended that I just do uh, uh, bare bones, yeah. if, so to speak. I mean, I've had some great people work with me. I had Jesse Thompson work with me on uh i love the night with and melissa ratley okay uh, i had jesse fry work with me on "Faraway girl i had uh, uh michael purser i don't know if anybody knows him but he's out of arlington violinist work with me on on the run and uh so this time i decided okay i'm gonna just Take the guitar and walk into the studio and, and lay out the tracks and that
0: sounds good. Now, how is that? How is that experience different uh, when you're when you're going in there by yourself compared to working with other uh, individuals and other musicians?
1: Well, the it process is a lot faster, of course. <laughs> 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 but um, you know, normally when I lay down tracks, it's me and the guitar. That, I mean, uh, vocally and music at the same time. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm one of these people that I'm I'm not real comfortable. Doing the music and then doing the vocals. Yeah, I, do them I, both I, together. I was
0: actually like that when I was playing guitar when I was younger too. Yeah. I, I didn't like doing them separately.
1: Yeah, and I've had some really good engineers that have been able to work with me, and get that get the separation. So um, at, at this Cafe Solo Studio here in Denton, mm-hmm. uh, Chris Howell, uh, I went to him and uh, super laid back. Uh, he let me use his Gibson to, on about four of the songs, which was awesome, and. Uh, we went in there and within about three hours, we had it had it done. Nice. but I pra- I mean, and and I, that's one of the things that I get like, I don't know if it's my work ethics or whatever it is, but but I practice my songs a lot obsessively before i go way. into the That's studio not a bad thing yeah. <laughs> i mean sure and, also, studio and, and well i mean there. even he said you know a lot of people come in there and not a lot of people but some people come in there and they, they're they not prepared mm-hmm. but what they don't, don't understand is, is 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 time is money yeah for them yeah, yeah so <laughs> yeah. like if, if you're getting you're getting charged by the hour and not that you're trying to speed the process up and, and just do a really fast recording but you just kind of want to be prepared so that and i and i did like but i did make sure this time i um, did each song at least two or three times because i wanted to make sure because a lot of times i get in i'll just say how that sound and the engineer will go yeah that sounded great i said okay next song play the next song Mm -hmm. you know so i I did want to take my time on this one a little bit since it was just me and Make sure I liked everything. Very cool.
0: Well, um, that's awesome that, you know, you had, had some friends and other people kind of suggesting, hey, just go over yeah. there the guitar yourself, because that just, that gives you an idea for um, kind of like what people are looking for, and also what people see in the music as well, is maybe they're like, I think Richard would have a great album if he just did it all by, you know, if he did it all by himself, came out with it that way, maybe that's what people are kind of looking for uh, from the music, uh, which, man, I, I think, you know, I when I first started writing music, or trying to write music... When I was 16, um, just like sitting in my room, I had my buddy had this like little red recorder thing, and it had like three or four inputs in it, mm-hmm. and I had like no idea what I was doing, and I, I can still go and listen to it now on a MySpace account. I'm not gonna say where that MySpace account <laughs> is, but I can still go and listen to this stuff, and I can't, I can't believe I played that in front of people, but I remember one of my best friends in high school. I put it on, and I didn't tell him it was me. And I remember just being like, what do you think of this? He was like, man, I don't really like it. Can we put on something else? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I was like, fair enough, and <laughs> just switch it over to a different track. But it just kind of the reason I'm saying that is it's very important for your friends, your family, and, and the fans to – be mm-hmm. honest and to let you right. know what they think can happen because oh yeah you know if they don't say that then you're like okay now i'm going to do this right, i'm going to have all these people oh, yeah, in here yeah. but
1: yeah i mean that's the thing you need to be able to take criticism I mean, as a musician or any any person that's 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 going to be standing up on a stage doing something they as long as it's constructive as long as it's it, it's in with good intentions yeah you need to be able to to uh, t- take that information and uh and work on it like there's there's some songs people say hey you know if you just kind of slow that one down a little bit uh it's a great we like the song but mm-hmm. maybe if you slow it down so i'll you know try it and and they're right yeah. slow it down a little bit do the rhythm a little slower and mm-hmm. and
0: do you have a uh, specific people that you go to with your music i've definitely got like my friends who i give it to them and hey, well of go. course
1: my sons uh, uh i i respect their uh input uh both my sons mm-hmm. um but uh, uh my best friend Jesse Fry, mm-hmm. she's definitely uh, somebody who I have listened to songs and and get her input on on what I need to do. Yeah, definitely uh, not a know. bad person to have listening yeah, to your music. yeah. <laughs> yeah. and it's in a and uh, uh, yeah, I guess that's probably within that circle those those three people that I really uh, mm-hmm. count on to be honest with me.
0: Very cool. I like that. that's that that you know, the sons that's awesome. And of course to have Jesse on your side, that's never a bad thing. Uh, so you had kind of talked, um, we, we briefly, you kind of said like you've been, you know, New Mexico for five years, Texas, you've gone overseas. Um, were you playing music overseas? <laughs> uh,
1: actually in 2007, I had recorded this, uh, CD called can't stop the rain in a guy's closet. Uh, <laughs> with a candle as the light to be able to see the lyrics. And uh it was so rough and there was 10 songs on this CD and it was as dark and sad as can be. And uh I burned like 100 CDs and I made these little anyway, I put it all together. And I had a friend who lived in Holland and I said, "Hey, can you get me a gig?" And she said, "Yeah." So I took my guitar and I took like 50 of the CDs in a little briefcase and went off to Holland and uh, played at this little pub, and I uh, think I might have played 30 minutes because the sound guy just didn't really know what he was doing. <laughs> Plus, they were, at the same time, they were having some huge party that they weren't supposed to have. So here's a guy doing acoustic music, and it's just like, like a rock band sound. <laughs> weird. But I ended up selling... Uh, like 15 or 20 cds at 10 euros a pop and i'm going okay
0: all right i'm I'm fine with that yeah yeah that's awesome yeah yeah, it was it
1: was it was hilarious but it was fun i had a a good time doing it
0: yeah that that's cool see that's i always like i've you know i use soundcloud for a lot of my music and uh you can click on there and see where is your music's the most popular and there's just Mm. something i love about when i see like somebody and you know russia or like you said holland or sweden or somewhere has listened is listen has listened to it you know that's what's so cool is how much the music can can spread now um and can go all over the place you know it's part of the beauty of the internet you know is that people can do that um now kind of traveling around like i said i i I like to go back to kind of the inspiration question um and we said places are there specific places um that have that kind of inspired your music more than others um like specific spots that you remember like Ooh, this this place has got me wanting to write a song
1: right i, I would say uh, new mexico more than anything yeah. i mean it's just beautiful there I, I i there's one lyric in my one of my songs off of i love the night is uh lived a while in santa fe looking back i should have stayed mm-hmm. and it's just if i would have had my way i probably would have still been in new mexico right yeah, on yeah
0: yeah um My little brother lived in Santa Fe for a while, so I've been up there, and I completely agree with you. (laughs) It is beautiful. Sunsets are amazing Mm -hmm. up there. Um, So, you know, no doubt. I've always gotten such inspiration from, uh, strangely as it sounds, the weather. Like when the weather gets colder, I'm in a different mood of what I want to write. And Mm -hmm. when the summer comes, I'm like, let's write some peppy stuff, you know?
1: Yeah, that that was a big issue with me. When I first started writing, I was writing a lot of um, uh, sadder songs. And I actually was told by this one venue, uh, uh, this was probably in around 2004, 2003, uh, uh, they said, uh, uh, I asked if I could book another gig, because I'd played like four or five gigs there. They said, well, I, we can't book you anymore because your songs are too sad. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, Really? And they said, "Yeah, I'm sorry." And I said, "My son." So my oldest son says, "Yeah, Dad, you need to write some happy." So I started trying to, and it's easy to write sad songs. It's yeah. hard to write happy songs. <laughs> so I'm, that's been my goal: is to try to at least have two, two to three happier songs on an EP mm. or, or something.
0: What is that about music? Why is it so much easier to write sad well, songs? Well, because we
1: all go through. Stuff in our lives, you know, whether mm-hmm. it's breakup or divorce or the whatever loss of you know something happens, lose a job, whatever. Mm-hmm. But we don't, we forget about all the happy stuff. But we, boy, we like to hunker down on that yeah. sad stuff and just like you know,
0: yeah, exactly. You know, mu- you know, music is always in and in a lot of art is just that expression mm-hmm. of, of of the human sadness and those right. sad experiences that we have um yeah i think it's i think it is important to make sure that you've got um some of the happier you gotta stuff have that balance yeah, yeah. even yeah. my dad one time he came to a show he's like you know i liked it he's like but it just i like your more upbeat stuff more mm. you know and i was like all right fine i'll yeah. start making some more of that you know um so i kind of depending on the show and maybe who i'm playing with or the venue will kind of give me an idea for mm-hmm. of the songs that i want to play when i when i get up there if i know i'm playing with a funky group, then I'm gonna play funkier music. Uh, if I know that I'm gonna be playing with a jazz group, I'm gonna be playing more jazzy right, type yeah, stuff because yeah. um, I kind of have an idea for what the crowd's looking for. Um, and having kind of traveled all around, you played at places. Are there any? Are there any just memories that kind of stick out of funny experiences at venues or funny times on the road that you can think of? You know. Uh. Well, the only only uh, trying to think
1: as far. I don't know if it's funny or not, but <laughs> I had a. Uh, venue that I used to play at in Fort Worth called the Four Star Coffee Bar. They're no longer a business. I don't. Uh, the, anyway, it was a cool place to play. And, and you know how you, and this was when I first started out, so I was very naive. I thought everybody that came to the coffee bar was there to hear me. <laughs> I didn't realize that people would just actually come to a coffee bar just to have coffee and to be on their laptop or to have yeah. a conversation. So, I had this couple just going at it, talking, 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 and I'm getting frustrated. and I'm trying to outdo them, you know, playing louder and louder. <laughs> yeah. So, after the set, my son, I was sitting there and I said, Man, God, I can't believe those people. God, they were so rude. How could they been? And he's, Dad, they were talking about you and how much they were enjoying your music. <laughs> and I'm, Oh, God. I, I felt so bad. I'm sitting, so, that taught, that taught me don't compete, just, yeah. just play your music. Have, that's that's one of those moments, you know. Have fun. <laughs> that's all, Yeah. Have yeah. fun.
0: No, that's that's all, that, that that cracks me up. That's yeah. that's a funny story. Dad, they were they were talking about yeah. you the yeah. whole time. I know. I'm um, sitting so there thinking,
1: oh god, won't well, they shut up? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so, do you? I mean, what is this? Uh, I guess is this the second EP, or have you had other re- releases prior to this besides "I Love the Night"? Well, of course, I had
1: that one I told you about, "Can't Stop the Rain." That that's was in five. Right, yeah. uh, then in uh, 2011, I had "On the Run." okay uh 2013 was far away girl and then 2015 uh, I love the night very cool so like every every couple of years something comes out that's <laughs> I'm trying awesome. trying to speed that process up a little bit but uh, mm. we'll see how it goes
0: yeah that, that that's rude so what keeps you going all these years you know what's
1: like I said I just uh, my son uh, my oldest actually convinced me to play in public because I was terrified. I mean, I could uh, when I was working, I could talk in front of 20 or 30 people and not get nervous. But singing, that's that's a whole different yeah. thing. And my first time to play was at uh, what used to be called the Brick House, not, it, where Banter is, okay. uh, or 940 is now. Yeah. And anyway, I played there in 04 and I played uh, two songs at their open mic. We comp- were terrified. And uh, then my son had a little thing called Brian Gilbert and Friends at art six the old art six over there were killer tacos is mm-hmm. okay and so he asked me to come out and i played there and people clapped after a song and i thought ryan did you put these people up to that and <laughs> i mean seriously I asked him that after the gig i said you didn't tell them to no dad that so i just kind of thought you know why not just keep doing it and mm-hmm. uh, i played at different places uh dumb brothers in, in fort worth and dumb brothers in um i don't know if it's Carrollton, i think Off belt line, uh, different places around Dallas, Mocha Coffee, different coffee shops around Dallas. Very cool. And just uh, kept doing it. And it takes a while for uh, the recognition to come, Mm -hmm. you know, where people go, oh. And, I I mean, I was thankful enough last year to get nominated for Best Solo Act uh, at the uh, Denton Area Music Awards. Yeah. And um, if I said that didn't arts music sports. Yeah. sorry, sorry, y'all. Anyway, <laughs> they're going. To yeah, <laughs> but uh, so I was lucky enough to get that nomination last year, and and uh, it, it's 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 just kind of it's it's nice to to get the recognition that you feel like, not that you necessarily deserve, but you you feel like you've been putting all this effort and all mm-hmm. this work into it, and then people are finally going, oh, okay, yeah, we, we like your music, or we've listened to your music, or we know who you are, or whatever Yeah, you know.
0: yeah I, I mean, I could admit it straight up. You know, as a musician, we, we like to be humble and everything, mm-hmm. but inside, when you tell us you like our music, we're, oh, yeah. yes! Yeah, you know, yeah.
1: there's not a... I, 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 now I may be wrong, but I don't think there's a, an artist out there that doesn't have a little bit of an ego. I, I gotta, mean, you gotta, you gotta, you got to just to get up on stage to, and yeah, do it. Yeah, to just get right? on stage, you've yeah. got to have one. But it's stage. how you handle it. It's mm-hmm. how you. It's it's how you. when I mean, you respect the the people that are coming out there to see you play. Mm-hmm. You know, and yep. and you, I uh, always say, leave your ego outside when you're playing. To an extent, I mean, because you because you want to put on a good performance for people, but. Uh, I don't know. I just I that's then my motto is just mm-hmm. to kinda of leave my ego outside and yeah, yeah. get there and do my yeah. do my job. Come in so with
0: come in with confidence. Don't
1: be cocky. Right. Yeah, confidence. confidence. That's yeah, yeah good Saying
0: word. I did practice. Right. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm here to play some good music, you know? Uh, yeah. I, I mean there have been times where, you know, I, I'll go and I'll go to play a gig and uh, I get there and the sound guy's not there yet or the bartender doesn't even know my name or had didn't even know the show was gonna happen oh, yeah. that night and I just try to you know, keep all that negativity out there and keep all the positivity right here. And I've had gigs. I remember a guy walked up to me and he's like, Hey man, it's all I got is seven bucks. And I remember being like, man, seven bucks. Like, not just what, <laughs> but I, you know, I like I wasn't like you said, just be happier there, yeah, yeah. But I was, I was, I was like, oh man, don't even worry about it, you know. In my mind, I was like, oh, yeah. man, I just drove to Fort Worth, like, this is a long drive, seven bucks. What happened and I, like, yeah. I saw people coming in, it is what it is, but I was never grumpy towards that guy, what that booking yeah. agent. And uh, a couple weeks later, the guy hit me up and gave me a show, and I made like 75 bucks in an hour. So, yeah, yeah. just by like you said check your ego at the door yes. and just be happy that you get yeah. to have these experiences yeah. you know yeah. we all get a little sad when you oh know, yeah the, yeah the, yeah
1: you gotta you gotta just uh you know treat everybody treat everybody like you would want to be treated as far as far as the sound guy or per, sound person uh the, the the people that work there I mean, you know be respectful i mean that's one of the main things because uh you you definitely might want to get another gig there and you, if you act like A jerk around these people they're gonna they're gonna remember that and uh, word spreads about about how you are as a person Mm -hmm. when you play at a venue you know though oh no you don't want to book this guy because he's a prima donna or he doesn't you know yeah yeah
0: um i mean i've sat and talked to jake for a very long time about keeping gigs and getting gigs and Mm -hmm. how do you do this and there's and one of the things that i've experienced the most is to just be nice to the staff when you're there. You know, yeah. because if they like you, even if there's only 10 people in the venue, they're still like, this guy a lot nicer yeah. than the last guy. Not only did he actually leave a $5 tip, yeah. you know, he brought seven people who left $5 tips, yeah.
1: you know. Yeah, I mean, you know, like I... I got this residency over here at uh, Barley and Board every fourth Thursday. Nice. And the people there are just amazing. Mm-hmm. The, all the workers, all the, the bartenders, everybody—they're just super, super friendly. Mm-hmm. And one, probably one of the most enjoyable two-hour gigs that I that I play.
0: Yeah, yeah, and you said that was every fourth Thursday of the every month. Every fourth so so like like the next last Thursday. I'll okay, so playing. Then, yeah, I'll very cool. I'll be playing there. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, I mean, it, like at LSA, we've got the first Wednesday of every month to go up there and play some music, and mm-hmm. everybody up there is always super nice right. and helpful and so friendly to all of us, and we're we're just happy to be at a on a rooftop playing. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like being yeah. at Barley with all that amazing stuff oh, around yeah. you. Yeah, I love it's it. It's just such a good. Yeah, it's a great. It's a great vibe, mm-hmm. as I as I would call it. You know, it it, it just fits that music real well. Um, so that's awesome, man. And, and like you said, you know, being nice to the staff and being friendly to everybody—that's a huge part of what's actually going to get you coming back in. Right. Um, like I said, I was talking to a young kid the other day, and I was like, "Man, nobody wants to help a jerk realize their dreams. Yeah. Nobody wants to. That's true. Nobody wants to hand somebody five dollars who they right. don't like. I was like, "That's in sales. That's music. That's just a part of life. You know.
1: Yeah. And you especially got to treat the sound guy right. Ooh, see, you, you, I, you mess I, with I, the sound person, and you like. Uh, Real quick story, I won't tell the venue, and I won't tell who the sound person was, (laughs) and I won't tell who the individual was, but I told these guys, I said, look, we're going to do a song swap, whatever the sound person tells you to do, do it, Uh, because he's he's one of the best, Mm -hmm. and so one of the things was strumming our guitars really loud, you know, and one of my friends who's he just kind of like barely strumming and i'm going to just i just oh god okay so after that we did the songs the song swap he goes man i could barely hear myself to the monitor it was all muddy and everything and i said dude i told you to yeah, do dude. what he asked you to do because they can if they want to make you sound good they can make you sound amazing yep if they want to tweak it because you're messing with them and you're just being a jerk. Yeah, they, I mean that's their. You know, I'm not yeah. saying that sound people do that, but but it, they can. It can.
0: They can if they want. I've run some sound. <laughs> not that I've I've never destroyed anybody's set. I felt real bad one night. Um, a, a a kid showed up and I won't give names because they didn't do anything wrong. But it was just like all of a sudden this whole like the kid's battery on his acoustic goes out on him and he's like like i mean right when he's about to start and he's looking at me like what's going on what's going on i'm like and uh then there's this huge ringing buzz like coming from nowhere and i literally mute the entire sound. i was like guys i don't know like it's got to be from an amp and i like we finally figured everything out you know but yeah i mean you be cool to the sound guys you know i've all i've you know if i ever ever missed a sound guy i'm sorry but uh i love to get on the mic and be like I've never sounded this good. Shout out to the sound guy. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. The guys over at Andy's, they've always made me sound oh, good. Oh, yeah. I
1: was just going to say, you know, Yeah, Andy's is one of the best. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, Dan's,
0: Jimmy mm-hmm. over there,
1: uh, amazing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. If I've only played <laughs> over there one time, and I, I don't know if Jimmy's still running sound over there or not. Um, when I was going over there, it was actually, f- I don't know if you were there for this. It was the, when, um, they did a big cover of Radiohead. They did all this different oh, okay. Radiohead music, and that was the first time I ever got to, uh, ever got to play there. And uh, I mean, basically, what I what I did is I just said yes sir, and no sir to Jimmy. <laughs> he said, "What do you, yeah. Want? Yeah. do you need this? No sir, do you need yeah. this? Yes sir, like mm-hmm. does it sound all good? Yes." <laughs> <I> mean yeah, <laughs> like, yeah.
1: I mean, I played there a couple of times, and both times I played, I you just like, wow,
0: thanks, appreciate mm-hmm. it so much. Yeah, it's it's great. I've. You know, like I said, you have those those good experiences and not so good experiences, mm-hmm. but you just got to take take it all take it all in stride. You know, um, so yeah, man. I mean, goodness, we kind of got off on a tangent there, <laughs> but I enjoyed the conversation right there. Sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, we got to co- come back to this. Uh, so we've got the EP. Coming out on Thursday, mm-hmm. and we're gonna have that at the Patterton Appleton Arts Center. That's a that's a mouthful. It's gonna be upstairs, which is cool. I actually got the pleasure of playing there uh, two years ago for Octopia. That was a really cool yeah, space. Yeah, I like playing there. Yeah, I didn't play up top. I played I played at the bottom. I didn't even right. know I didn't even know there was like a place it's upstairs. A, a,
1: it's a that's a dance studio oh, where they practice dance, but it nice. works out really well for uh, just really something small and intimate like
0: that. Yeah, that will that'll, that'll be great. Yeah. That'll be great. And so if y'all are just tuning in right now, I'm sitting here with Richard Gilbert. We're talking about his. EP release. It is called Daybreak, which is the title track from the album or the EP. Now here's a question I have. What's the difference between an EP and an LP? I
1: I looked that up once. Uh, (laughs) EP is anything less, it's either five songs or anything less than 30 minutes. Okay. So this is six songs at about 20 Three 24 minutes, okay. So I can call it an EP, all right. Perfect
0: because yeah. I'm, I'm gonna put out an EP too. Yeah. And I just made it to make sure. I mean, I, I, I might, might not right be right. like
1: super super right on that,
0: but it you know, I've checked it, I, ch- <laughs> hey, I checked it on the internet. If the internet has it on there, so it's got to be true, exactly. If the internet right. says it's real, then it's got to be real quick. I want to give a shout out to Quartz Griner, he commented earlier, said, All right, Richard, and then Elizabeth Freeman saying, What's up? Happy to have you all with us tonight. Thanks for tuning in. Once again, y'all are watching Sound Values. I am here with Richard Gilbert now. The next question that I have, Richard, because we kind of talked about this earlier, we've been speaking on the EP. Um, somebody, you've been playing music for a while now. And so if you had to give, like I said, I've, for some reason, people have been asking me for advice. Um, if you had to kind of give some advice on how uh, people who maybe uh, just haven't really ever gotten out there and played music, you know, kind of like you, you like, mm-hmm. I was terrified of getting out there and singing in front of people. What's some of the advice that you would give to kind of give the people that kind of like all right, I'm the courage to go out there and do it. Uh I, I
1: definitely do the open mics. I mean, you've got to you got to the open mics are good because uh, you're not going to nobody's going to boo you off the stage. It's all it's all support. Mm-hmm. It's like a support group. Yep. Uh I mean, you can play in front of your friends and your family and they're all going to love you. But at the open mics, you're also going to have people walk up to you and say, "Hey, I really like that music." and be honest about it. Mm-hmm. Um and if you're going to be booking gigs, uh have a uh, a format for emails have um who you are what dates you're looking for specifically because that's one of the things venues want to know they don't if you just say hey i'm i want to play a gig at your place well when do you want to play it you yeah know? <laughs> uh, what's your genre of music and show uh past shows that you played at future sh- shows that are coming up uh, links to your websites to your videos to your music just something for them to look at
0: yeah pretty streamlined yeah yeah okay. just, and
1: just have it all compact and and that way all you really have to do is copy and paste and throw it in there and mm-hmm. just change maybe the heading and say hey i'm coming to colorado and uh i want to play at your venue i'm already booked for these dates
0: is this date open mm-hmm. something like that cool awesome I I might have asked that for myself as well since this, since I've tried to put stuff together. I was like, it helps. I, get I out mean, it information. It helps. I mean, and
1: I always I was kind of I was told this by someone else. I didn't just think of this on my own, but but it does help you uh, because uh, they don't have to sit there and ask you a hundred questions. Mm-hmm. They've got everything. Yeah. So then all they have to do is say uh yeah this day's open or not or mm-hmm. not respond or not it's up yeah. to them of course <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah unfortunately i usually get the just not respond. Yeah. you know <laughs> i had just a lot like, of those not at all. yeah well th- that's that's great advice you know like yeah. i said i've had a couple people just this week i had two people who were like hey i'd like to sit down and talk to you and ask you some questions about yeah. how you did this how you did this how you did this and mila out there can can attribute it's just it's just hard work and 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 keep going at it right? even if like i had a guy i used to be in sales door to doors like it wasn't the worst job the guys i worked for were nice but it was hard because it was cold call sales just walking into places and trying to sell stuff Mm -hmm. but i remember this guy told me something i'll never forget he goes every no is just next like that's what you Uh, hear anytime someone goes no just go okay next yeah you know um and don't take don't take no to heart because you'll go to a hundred doors and you'll get 10 yet and you should get 10 yeses out of the hundred exactly uh, yeah That's, that's
1: actually one of my uh things that i look at i mean i i don't uh, it, but first of all it's it's the venue's right to tell you no yeah so you can never get upset with a venue you can't mm-hmm. sit there and go well how come you don't let me play here well you know you just don't work out for that venue yeah so what do you do then you go look for another venue Yeah. yeah exactly and if you're yep. gonna sit there and and basically whine about not getting to play places you're not you're losing out on all the other places you might be
0: playing at Mm -hmm. yeah and uh i've always used that whether nobody's answered or like maybe a festival came up or something and i've always just used it as a as like that motivation Mm -hmm. like okay cool i'm just gonna work that much harder that doesn't mean that these guys didn't do their job maybe i just didn't work hard enough right you know Uh, at least that's the way that i look at it so that i hold myself accountable rather than trying to blame somebody else i
1: mean i've sent out uh twenty emails to to New Mexico to get these get the mm-hmm. two gigs that I've gotten so far. Yeah. And I'll turn around and I'll send I'll do follow ups on most of the ones that I didn't get a response back on and then I'll send out another 10 to some new places until mm-hmm. I can fill those
0: gaps up and yeah. you know, make it work. I had an experience, like you were saying, the emails. I asked a buddy of mine, and he he, he plays what's called horror folk. So it's folk music with a very dark twist. Uh-huh. Right? And uh, I was asking him, I was like, man, you've you've been getting shows all over the place. How are you doing this? And he said, I just send emails. I send emails, I send links to, with my link to my music, and sometimes I get books, sometimes I don't. And so about a year ago i just was like okay cool i'll try that and i emailed this guy as it goes by the name dj mikey raj plays at deep elm art company in dallas all mm-hmm. the time and he said i don't have anything coming up yet but if i find something i'll let you know two weeks later this guy messaged me and said hey i've got a gig go. you want to come out and play it and it got me another gig after that you know I went down there had fun with it um, and here's an example of you said just have fun when i went there he, uh, af- you know, he was like, hey, I don't – because I think this guy paid out of his own pocket, which was right. awesome that he actually would just pay you yeah. to come play. Um, and so he's like, I don't have the money now, um, but I can book you for another gig and pay you then. And I was like, could I play – that wicket the instigator after party and we can just call it easy on the money tonight and you can just pay and he was like yes we can do that and so i got to play after a big show where a lot more people were there um just because i was like let's just call it even man and if i can play that show that'd be awesome and he's like sounds good to me man i love it so once again just kind of another way of remaining humble and 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 also kind of weaseling my way into a bigger show you you
1: gotta yeah you've got to uh, uh, know what it's i mean the main thing is if you don't ask you don't you don't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, if you can't, if, I mean, that's another thing is you got to, you got to ask, you got to uh, test the waters and see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And that, it's sometimes intimidating because I'll ask to uh, play shows that, that I get like really intimidated thinking about the fact that I'm going to be playing this show and wondering why did I ask? Because I mean, <laughs> this is scary. Yeah. There's going to be people out there actually listening yeah. to me. You know? when, I, when I played with, <laughs> when
0: I played with Boombox recently, two Thursdays ago, I was nervous as could be when I was up there because I had never played at Harvest House before, and there were a lot of a lot of my family friends and more people were there and I remember getting off work and like getting home and and uh telling my girlfriend I was like i'm gonna be very weird for about the next two hours i apologize yeah. i was like i'm gonna be all over the place when we get to the venue i'm <laughs> gonna be like sweating really weird <laughs> uh, and she was like she was like you're already weird so it's okay <laughs> cool cool there won't be any uh, any difference here um and so the reason i kind of the reason i kind of told that story is how do, how do you, or how did you, you know, you, you said like, okay, you know, you kind of do the open mics or when was it when you, the first time you got on stage and you, you were like, I'm not, I'm not really scared and not as nervous anymore to get up there and sing where there was a bit yeah. of confidence. I'm
1: glad you said not as nervous. Cause I, I, uh, I'm not a, a big talker on stage. I'm like, play a song. Thank you. Play a song. Thank you. And so my sets are like, really quick mm-hmm. uh a lot of people will have little conversations with the audience and that's one of the things i, I would seriously like to work on as, a, as an artist uh but um probably when i started doing the festival gigs like thin line I, and i did something up in tulsa a festival there and a backwoods music festival when i started doing the festivals and uh there, there comes a point where it, and again i'm not trying to had, like i got an ego but there's a com- mm. comes a point when you realize that that you must be doing something okay yeah because people are booking you yeah people are asking you to play these plays. you're mm-hmm. they they're listening to your music so they know how you sound yeah. so they know who you are mm. they see your face so they see what you look like yeah <laughs> and if they're still going to take you and book you then you're doing something okay mm-hmm. so there comes a point when you're you you that's when you have that uh, confidence yeah up on stage but i i, I still have uh i still get nervous but before every show mm-hmm. because i i to do good uh i but that's the reason why i practice like for this mm-hmm. ep release i've been practicing every day for the last two weeks mm-hmm. you know yeah. and and so that when i get up there hopefully there'll be as few mess ups as as possible <laughs> and yeah. uh and the people that are that came to hear me play will enjoy the music, mm-hmm. but yeah, I th- yeah, I think that's it's just it was just the 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 fact that I just kind of finally came to the realization that uh, I mean I know there's so many different musicians that are, that I consider better than I am uh, you know as far as uh, especially playing guitar vocally whatever uh, but but if you're doing your job and and people are going, yeah, we want you to play here or we want Mm -hmm. you to give you a residency at a place. Then that's when you start getting that, that, comfortable feeling about yeah it.
0: yeah you start to do feel exactly do. and that's the that's the confidence that one starts right. to build and that's when you start to feel comfortable with yourself right um and then you can really kind of start to branch out and try different things because right in, in a way because these people have accepted your sound and so you're like okay cool well let's see how they respond to this and you
1: that's know? that's that new song that i just wrote i was uh, it's a whole different sound okay and uh and vocally you test the waters you mm-hmm. go from uh, this level to hitting some higher notes or dragging out a a note a little longer, whatever you just, you have to, yeah, you have to, and that's the confidence part of it. Mm. You you start, you start realizing, okay, I can try this out and see what, see if it works. Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't work, if no, everybody just kind of goes like that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay.
0: I'll cut that one out of the song. Yeah, Uh, I was actually watching a masterclass of one of my favorite producers. um, And It's not even of a genre. He just makes really good sounding music. And Mm -hmm. it's this guy named Armin Van Buren. And he's talking about how when he lived in Holland, just Mm -hmm. like you said, when he was making electronic dance music, when he was was like, I used to DJ in this terrible little club. He goes, I remember the first song I ever made. He goes, I went and I was so excited about it. And I took it to the club. And as soon as it came on, it was like the whole place just died. (laughs) And he was like, and I, I just remember this guy being like, he's like, he's like, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, it's okay. All that tells you is I need to, I need to go back yeah. and work a little yeah, bit harder. Right. And he's like, and he also says, he's like, I'm glad that happened in that small little basement of a club rather than on some big stage, right? because it taught me a lot with yeah. those 25 people yeah. there. Um, I've had times where I've worked on songs before and I'll, I'll feel like they sound good and I've mastered them appropriately and all that. And then I'll take it to a place and I'm like, Oh no, <laughs> like yeah. I, I missed that. I don't know what happened right there, but That did not. That did not sound good. Uh, (laughs) So, luckily, in in my world of uh, mixing, you can just turn a knob and it like fades the song out and you go (laughs) into the next one real quick, you know. Um, But I, I, um, you you were also saying just the practice and the effort and Mm -hmm. the time uh, and the time that you put in. uh, Once again, that's just like an extremely important thing. I think that uh, that sometimes a lot of us learn the harder way. Luckily. You've uh you know, you're like, I need to prepare and I want this to be you right. I want this to be right and I want this to sound good. Now I did have a, a question actually. Um going back a little bit further into our conversation, you m- you mentioned a place called Art Six, mm-hmm. which is now Killer's Tacos. I always knew that place as the White House as yeah, well as the coffee yeah. shop. Yeah.
1: Man, you know, like Yeah, Tommy and uh Olivia ran it as Art Six back in two thousand <sighs> Four through two thousand I, I whenever White House took over okay. and it was it was just basically a coffee bar mm-hmm. and uh, when I was working I'd come home from work and I'd go there grab me a, a latte because not a whole lot of people were in there at that time of mm. day and stretch out on the couch or read the paper and drink my coffee and then I'd go home and chill yeah you know? <laughs> <But> so again <laughs> yeah so over twice. The, yeah <laughs>
0: over the years have these places even though they've changed names, Uh, I've only lived in Denton for about four years, almost four years now. Um, So even though they've changed names and maybe owners, they've always kind of been the places to play music? Is that what we see? Well,
1: I mean, uh, uh, yeah, I I think I played at, uh, uh, when it was White House, they had the outside stage. And uh, when it was uh, Art 6, they mainly had the inside stage and the corner. And uh, there you go, Chris. Yeah. Um, But uh, uh, I have not played at Killer Tacos yet. Okay. Uh, I guess I have in a sense because yeah. I played at Art 6 in the same place. <laughs> but, yeah, I guess uh, and that's cool that they did that. It's cool that they were able to maintain some type of music or uh, I think they used to have a comedy thing, at one yeah. of them maybe. Yep. Uh, something something that – some type of entertainment
0: for, mm-hmm. for people. Talk about a scene that's really coming up, came up is the comedy scene yeah. in, in mm-hmm. Denton and North Texas right now. I mean, there are times when I I remember I was just like, oh, man, I'm not even going to laugh tonight. I'm going to go because I support these guys. But uh, now I'm I'm laughing. I mean, genuinely laughing. I'm telling these guys jokes at work and stuff the next day, you know. <laughs> like, so it's great to to see to see that coming up. So it's awesome to see like the music scene, the comedy scene, oh, yeah. everybody just having yeah. a good time. And even now, like the music and the comedy are coming together, coming to start together. playing shows at the same yeah. time because it it's just n- another way for us to all come together and be more of a community. Right. Um. So if if you had to give some advice, uh, we're getting to our closing minutes here. Um. Somebody comes to you and they say they say Richard, um, I want to be a part of the music scene. I don't really know how. Because I hear that a lot. Some people are like, oh, I want to be a part of the scene. But I'm not really sure what I can provide. Uh, like what I can give what are some of like the steps or some of the advice that you would give of saying here's what you can find to provide to give back to a scene you know how do you search and find that as an individual who, ser- who wants to feel artistic and be part of that right. but doesn't really know what to do
1: but uh, well I mean I guess it depends on what part of the music scene they're interested in. like if they're doing what I I'm, I'm just like solo mm-hmm. singer songwriter uh, so you know, again, I'd go. Free f- I'd I'd direct them to the open mics in town, and, and to to start building their their reputation mm-hmm. around with the open mics. Uh, and uh, it, as far as uh, uh, I mean, there's different ways I guess you can help. Uh, but as far as just like individuals that are that are, there's always somebody wanting a bass player. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you true. Know, yeah. Or I, and, and there are some good groups on uh on facebook for for that um, i can't think of them right offhand. i think the dallas has one called gig finder uh there's another one for denton musicians mm-hmm. there's dfw where you can, music yeah, connect is yeah one as far as locally go i mean that's that's what i would you know, recommend that they uh touch base with those those types of groups because um, i mean i'm I'm more like I said. I'm I'm kind of the loner type where mm-hmm. I just get up there and do my thing by myself, and uh, probably the last person that you want to come up to and say, "Hey, how can I start a band?" because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm going, uh, and I don't really play in rhythm. Mm-hmm. I play just enough off rhythm that most drummers can't play drums with me. Mm-hmm. So that's why on I love the night I had Jesse Thompson do an upright bass. Uh, had had Michael Person playing violin, uh, so you know stringed Very instruments good. are good yep. with me. Mm-hmm. But drummers are like I'm all over the place because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not 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 musically trained. I'm just yeah. I just I've always been by myself. I've always played by myself Very as cool. far as guitar and uh, not necessarily saying that's a great thing. I'm the same way. You know, but, like, but that's just how it, just mm-hmm. how it worked out.
0: Yeah, e- exactly. Um, I always found that I wasn't a good enough musician to play with other people. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, you know, I that mean, that, that yeah, that's one me. of my.
1: Uh, I I would definitely love to be a better guitarist. Mm-hmm. So I try to compensate with with lyrics mm-hmm. and vocals, right right, mainly with lyrics. But you know, yeah. I mean, try to make the lyrics interesting.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, that that's you know, yeah. like, I actually I saw a thing, and we all know that Johnny Cash had a great voice. But Johnny Cash, I actually I read this on Reddit today. I always surf the the music page on Reddit to see what random stuffs out there. Johnny Cash he took two voice lessons and then his voice coach told him to never come back because his voice was like already so unique and different. Like yeah. you can say whatever you want with that voice, you're fine. <laughs> you know, like right, whatever you feel like, that's not going to be a problem. Um, Richard, it's been great having you in here. Man. Yeah, I uh, enjoyed it. Thank before you. Before we go though, so uh, what time does the, does the event start on Thursday? Uh, eight to n- eight o'clock to nine o'clock. All right. So, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So eight to nine p.m. at the The Patterson, or yes, the Patterson, I always say Patterson, I'm sorry. Um, The Patterson Appleton, yeah, the Patterson Applesome. Yeah, the Patterson Appleton Arts Center. It's going to be upstairs. Uh, Is there a cover for the show?
1: No, free show. Okay, so it's a free Uh, show. It's also known as GDAC for people that that don't call it Patterson Appleton. Yeah. uh, The Greater Denton Arts.
0: Yeah, Yeah, and so that EP release, it's Daybreak. That's awesome, man. Now you said that you might you're going to be getting some reviews back from the UK and stuff. I got.
1: I just recently got a review right. from uh, the uh, on my I posted it on my website from the UK, uh, which I was very very proud of and very happy. That's awesome. Humbled man. by uh, these guys, said, uh, a thing called folk Words, and they've done they do uh, reviews on on folk music, uh, which I guess that's what I am. My genre. Mm. I. I the closest the closest thing find. that yeah. i can call myself you know as mm-hmm. far as the genre yeah
0: and so where can we where can we find the ep and where can we find your music in general
1: uh, uh in general you can find it of course on itunes and uh, uh cdbaby.com uh the ep will be released on the 18th on those sites okay. both of those sites uh also it'll be on spotify to listen to um soundcloud Awesome. And I'll have it probably over at Mad World and probably over at Recycled. Very uh, cool. For
0: sale. That's awesome, man. Very cool. Very cool. Well... Richard, I think this is the most I've written down in a long interview, man. These notes look crazy, but I promise they all connect in there eventually. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, Richard Gilbert in the studio. I want to give a shout out to Cafe Solo Studios for tuning in tonight, Elizabeth Freeman, and of course the uh, photographer, Quartz Griner. Thanks for tuning in, commenting, y'all, and watching. Y'all, make sure you tune in next week. Uh, I've got a good friend of mine, Jabari English. He also goes by Lil Dirt. He also works with Body English. He's going to be in the studio with us, so I'm excited to have him. Then after that, we got Sun buzzed and then onward into february we are in 2018 let's see i think this is like maybe i think you're my 75th interview wow yeah since we've been doing this so i appreciate y'all sticking with me uh throughout all the all the uh I guess the year and a half that we've been doing this hopefully we can make it too that'll be cool richard thank you again thank you so appreciate much for so coming much. in thank yeah you. i look i'm excited um un- i unfortunately will not be able to make it to the release party okay. i will be i will be working right. that night. Um, So once again, y'all, we've got the EP release coming to you on Thursday. We've got it live at the patterson appleton arts center thursday 8 p.m richard gilbert daybreak ep release y'all make sure to be there richard once again man one more handshake thank you appreciate you being here buddy you guys make sure you tune in next week right here on dentonradio.com we'll see you soon stick around for ellie bell and the denton vibe well thank you for tuning in we hope you enjoyed the show be sure to check out dentonradio.com for new denton artists and where they're playing next while you're surfing the internet make sure you check out our friends classic of denton at classicofdenton.com